Welcome to the Big Kid Problems podcast, based on the comedic social channel all about not wanting to be an adult. I'm your host, Sarah Merrill, the writer, creator, and pretty normal human behind the popular Instagram, Twitter, blog, and now podcast, Big Kid Problems. So I've spent the last almost decade making jokes about navigating the adult world. And as I've gotten older, I've realized that no matter what your age is, we all have big kid problems. We're all just trying to figure it out. So thank you so much for joining me as we navigate adulthood together. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hi, guys. Welcome back to the Big Kid Problem Podcast. Got a little specialty episode for you this week. Every now and again, I mean, I've been doing this podcast since, oh God, 2019, and we've covered a lot of big kid problems. And every now, every once in a while, I like to just, you know, throw my own hat in the ring and talk about the big kid problems that I'm currently going through, the life transitions that I'm going through. And this is a big one, guys. I am giving birth in about four days, which is crazy. And I've recruited my my husband to join me on this podcast because this episode is called, Holy Shit, We're Gonna Be Parents. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Brandon. Holy shit. Yeah, holy shit. Things are getting things are getting very real over here. Are you ready? No, are you? <laughs> <laughs> I am. <laughs> I feel like you're you are way more calm and ready than I am this whole thing. Oh well, yeah, I got a couple years on you. Yeah, that's true. And that just kind of that's been for all of our big life transitions, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of, um, you've been on this podcast now three times for some pretty big, some pretty big ones. You, you, I had you on when we got engaged right after we got married last year. This is probably the biggest one. Would you say? I would say so. Yeah. Yeah. And I also just want to know, does it take a giant life transition to get me on your podcast? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Okay. I don't know what's going to top this. I don't know what's going to come after this one. <laughs> this could be your last. Your, My last hurrah. Your last hurrah. It's been fun, guys. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a it's an exciting time. And I I mean, some of you have maybe tuned into the big the bottle service podcast. I created a entirely separate podcast to follow pregnancy because there's so much I want to talk about. Yeah, so I, I've been kind of tracking my whole experience on bottle service, but I wanted to get you on here, B, because I don't think a lot of people pay attention to the guy's experience, too. This is also a huge life transition for you. Definitely. Yeah? Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think that we have both had two very different experiences. Very much so. Very much I so. I mean, you're growing a child inside you, and I'm just trying to keep you fed and comfortable and make sure you get sleep. Yeah. So the hard is, work for me starts next week. Yeah. Yeah. You were really, things are going to change next week, but it is crazy. I mean, that was something I heard like maybe a couple months into pregnancy. Like, make sure to check in with your husband because, you know, he's going through this shit too. And I didn't even think about it. I was like, no, I'm going through everything. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's just chilling. I'm not chilling. That's for sure. Yeah. I'm building you a nest, as I've said a million times through all this. That's, that's <laughs> very true. You've been a very good nest builder. But um, I had some questions. I know the audience. I put up a question sticker. I got a ton of um, questions from the audience, really for both of us. But figured, you know, we just we just kind of chat a little bit about this experience. Because, um, oh, my God, is it an experience? It is, like, one of the crazier life transitions I think I've ever been through. I've definitely ever been through. Definitely for you. Definitely. I mean, for both of us, but definitely for you. Yeah. It's been, it's been tough. I mean, I have to say it's been a lot harder than I ever imagined. Um, it's been way different than I, I think I anticipated in the beginning. So let's go back to the beginning actually first. Um, did you always know you wanted to be a dad? hundred percent. Yes. I always, I mean, my mom jokes about this all the time, but I was taking care of our, our like kids within our family when I was like four five, six years old. So, um, yeah, I've always wanted to be, I've always wanted to have kids. I've always wanted to be a dad. So cute. I feel like that was like one of our second date questions. Like I was yeah. like, do you want kids? And you yeah. were like, yeah. And you were like, do you want kids? And I was like, yeah. Yeah. 
Got that out of the way early. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know. I, I, I knew I wanted to be a mom. And then I feel like I had a moment in my 20s where I was like, do I want to be a mom? Or is like that just what society's told me my whole life that I need to do? And I, I don't know. I feel like it took getting a little bit older. And then obviously like you, having you as like the father in that <laughs> equation. That helps a lot, I'm assuming. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I just didn't know if I would ever be like ready for kids. I still don't feel ready for kids and we're, we, we're four days out. But I think that was like one of the big changes for me is like finding the person I wanted to have kids with. Yeah. I think I remember that mid-20 panic attack too. Yeah. <laughs> there's a couple of them, but that was one of them. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely been a few. Um, what were your initial feelings when you first saw that positive pregnancy test? Because we, I think that was the beginning of our different reactions. Uh, I mean, I was thrilled and shocked um, just basically because it happened so fast. And... Um, yeah, I was just ecstatic and my brain immediately, which I think this is a guy thing goes into, I have to get ready mode. Like immediately I was like, okay, here's the shit I have to do in the next nine months to make sure that, that we're ready to go. So, and I look back and it's been a crazy nine months of getting us into a place where we can hopefully both just detach for a little bit and enjoy this process over the next couple months. Um, but yeah, it was definitely okay, it's go time. What were like the big things that you were like, oh shit, I have to do? Um, I had to get us a house. Yeah. Cause we, we needed the long story, but we were in a house that was an investment property. We needed to get our home home, our forever home that we called it. Um, I needed to get, I needed to get a new car. You needed to get a new car. <laughs> <laughs> we, I had a couple other just big milestones at, at, uh, my uh, one hope that I needed to get done and we had a couple investment properties that I've been working on that we needed to get done but just yeah there's a whole list of things that we just like big projects that I needed to get done and shipped off before Friday <laughs> <laughs> we're still we're still going through that yeah uh, list of things to get done um I think I, I think my initial reaction was like fuck yeah, we did it because we were trying. And like, I think the competitiveness in me was like that I wanted us to, <laughs> to get that positive sign on the pregnancy test. And then immediately after I was like, oh shit. Like life as we know it is yeah. different now. You still say that. <laughs> I know, but it's different. It's different for the girl because I don't know if that you felt the immediate effects like I did. Like, oh, it was such an overwhelming feeling. Like I just remember being like, Oh, I can't like live life as I have been normally. Like I have to change. I can't like drink. I can't do a lot of the stuff that I've been doing. You had to start going to bed at a reasonable hour. <laughs> <laughs> well, that didn't take work. I was so sick in the beginning. Remember I was going to bed at like eight o'clock. Yeah, I loved every second of it. That's so funny. Yeah. Brandon is like more of an early bird. I'm always like a night owl the first like four or five months of pregnancy, I was in bed, like tucked in by 8 PM. Like could not. Yep. Could out cold. Not, out cold. Like could not stay up. It was just so tired. So exhausted. Your body's doing all kinds of weird things during that, that time. You're, are you going to miss, are you going to miss that? I hope it stays that way. <laughs> just so everyone knows out there before that, I would start the process of trying to get her to wind down around nine in hopes that she gets in bed by midnight. Um, <laughs> and she would do anything she could to stay up as late as she could and to keep me up as late as she could. So this was a welcome surprise. Yeah. For everything I've heard from like our friends that have kids, they're like, you're going to be going to bed pretty early for a while. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. So you're, you're in luck. Um, Okay, here's the question. Was this pregnancy what you expected? I don't think I had a like a clear something that I expected out of it. Um I do I do say even though we joke about it, I think you handled it way better than I thought you would. Um so you handled what better? Was, <laughs> all of it. Um <laughs> 
she, Sarah gives herself a hard time. She's a perfectionist at heart. So, but you did incredibly well through it. And I think, yeah, I didn't really have any clear expectations of what it was going to be. Um, and I've obviously learned a ton through it, especially through you and all that you've been doing. Um, but yeah, no, I didn't have clear expectations. <laughs> oh my God. I, I definitely had expectations and it was, it's been so different than what I thought. Yeah. Like I came in, like I was so excited to be pregnant. Like I was like, I'm going to love, I thought I was going to be one of those people that like loves being pregnant. And I was shocked at how much I fucking hated every <laughs> second of it. You had some good days. I had a, I did have a couple good, well, like a good day was just like a day that I wasn't in like pain. Yeah. You know, like it wasn't, it wasn't the like joyful experience or like I didn't feel like I had like this glow or this just like radiating joy at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been radiating a lot of things, but joy has not been one of them. That's very true. I learned very quickly into this that that pregnancy glow is not coming for a while. <laughs> yeah, that shit is lies. It's all lies. But it, it, I mean, that's just like I still have a hard time wrapping my brain around that just how different it was than what I expected and how much harder it was like it it's the hardest thing I've ever done and like oh my god we're coming up to the tail end I can't even explain how excited I am to not be pregnant <laughs> like for anybody who's like not done this before it's just it you're it's takes such a toll maybe everybody I mean everybody everybody has a different you know, journey through pregnancy. But I think the consensus I've heard from now talking to a lot of people through the bottle service community is that everybody's just surprised at how hard it is and like what a toll it takes on your body. So that was a surprise for me. What were, what were other surprises from pregnancy you think? Um, I think just the like roller coaster of it that you went through was crazy of just like some days where you couldn't get out of bed, then the next day you have energy and then the next day it's something else. And then the next day pain here, next day pain. Like it's just, it was not, nothing was ever consistent. It was always like a new adventure every day, <laughs> um, which was interesting. And then, yeah, we would try to make plans I, with friends and I, people would ask me like, oh, are you free this day? I'm like, I am, but I have no idea. Like, yeah how I'm going to be. Yeah. We had one of our, of good friend of ours was in town for like five days and we hadn't seen him forever. And we like made plans and Sarah had to cancel that night. Cause she was like, I can't get off the couch. And then, so I went to dinner with them the next night we had a plan. We was basically, it was like four nights in a row of plans and Sarah canceled last minute for all of them. And we were finally like, look, we have hardly told our parents yet, but we have to tell you because <laughs> we feel so bad. So he was one of the first people to know, but, um, yeah, it's just crazy how much energy it sucked out of you. And then I would say my biggest surprise, and we joke about this, is that I was expecting to be running out to go get you like ice cream sundaes and this and that. And I, the amount of times in this pregnancy that I'm like, Sarah, what do you want to eat? And she said something that wasn't, I don't know, is probably two. <laughs> <laughs> like this girl had zero cravings at all other than pineapple pineapple is the only craving and for the most part it was like she hated food for the past nine months where it, i always just thought you know you kind of had all these crazy cravings so that was definitely a surprise i basically had to like force feed her yeah <laughs> to that make was, sure she's eaten that was definitely a surprise like i and even to this day i'm like i'm hoping that this goes away like i have not want i i'm i usually love food i love to cook I, I'm like, I love all different types of food. I have not liked any food this whole pregnancy. Nothing except pineapple. Except for pineapple, which I had to stop eating because it was like tearing up my esophagus. <laughs> but yeah, that was weird. That was really weird. Um, not being able to eat. Although I still managed to put on 40 pounds, so that's impressive. It's because I force fed you. Yeah. Yeah. I ate out of necessity, not because I wanted anything. And it, that is like so, it's so weird. Yeah, I, I think in terms of surprises, too, just, like, how much this knocked me on my ass. Yeah. Like, mentally, physically, emotionally, just knocked me on my freaking ass. It's hard to put into words. Yes, it is. Yeah. 
Um, I was looking through some some listener questions, and we'll get to more in a bit, but I was kind of laughing at this one. Wait, I have to find it. It's from Great Nate Things. He said, not so much a question, but my wife is 16 weeks pregnant, and I feel absolutely helpless. (laughs) 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 Do you have any any advice for Nate? (laughs) I hear you. (laughs) Um... Yeah, at that point, I think I was also like deer in the headlights. It's like, what do I do for you? You just like, yeah, it's one of those things. It's like, what's wrong? Everything. What can I do for you? Nothing. Or like, I don't know. You know, it's like, what do you want to eat? I don't know. What can I do to make you feel better? I don't know. Like a back massage is about the most that I could do to give you some sort of comfort. But um yeah, it's just one of those things where you guys are going through such crazy stuff and you don't know what you need. You can't tell us what you need. And we just kind of stand there and be like, uh. Yeah, there's <laughs> like me- nothing. There, there, There is like weird parts where there's like nothing helps. Like yeah. you're just so freaking miserable head to toe. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. It's, yeah. Being the guy. That's why I'm like, yeah, what, what, what was like some of the like harder situations for you to, to witness? Um, I mean, just when you're like obviously uncomfortable and pain and not being able to do anything about it, um, Thursday, I mean, definitely like you had a spout of a little bit of depression that just came out of nowhere and there was like nothing I could do to make you feel better. It was just like something you had to go through and that, that was sucked. What was the most annoying thing that I did while pregnant? Oh, God. <laughs> last night. What was last night? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Um, my biggest annoyance ever is trying to sleep while the TV's on. And for the most part, she was asleep by eight. But the past couple of nights, she's had some energy. So she's been up. And she's like lost her hearing through this. <laughs> like no. everything in the house is... 10 times louder than it was before she got pregnant. So if anyone else out there has seen that, let us know. I, 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 well, the whole, like not the whole not being able to sleep thing is more recent because we're getting so close to birth. Like now, now that it's like on the calendar and like the count, like the clock is on. I, I don't, I don't think sleep is in the picture. No, (laughs) I don't think you're sleeping for a while. I hate to break it to you. I know. I know it's, it's a little scary, but that was another question I got. Somebody was asking like, what's it like at the very end? And, um, it's, it's all, it's a range of things, guys. It's like physically, physically the most uncomfortable I've ever been. Um, you know, you're just, I'm so big at this point sitting hurts, standing hurts, walking hurts, like everything hurts. You just can't be comfortable at any point in time. And then like mentally it's scary. Cause like, you know, you have to go through birth and like birth is just fucking scary. <laughs> it doesn't sound fun any way that you're doing it. Yeah. Oh, I guess we should, we should talk about that for a second because we did, um, we did find out a couple weeks ago, like our whole birth plan, like went out the window and we had a couple complications arise where um, our my ba- the baby has been breech in my stomach. So for anybody who doesn't know what that means, it just means like usually like they, they turn head down in preparation to like go through the birth canal. And our kid clearly takes after me and has been very, very stubborn and basically sitting like sideways across my stomach so that we, we can't deliver naturally. So, um, that's been, that's kind of been like a wrench towards the end of this pregnancy is like knowing that I'm going to have to surgically have him removed through a C-section. And I feel like, well, I feel like I probably always would have been anxious around birth, but now I'm like extra anxious. You would have been extra anxious either way. A hundred percent. Like extra, extra anxious. No, this way it's hopefully like 30 minutes of pure anxious panic attacks versus like a day or a day and a half of it. Yeah. Brandon's actually like been relieved by <laughs> a little bit because <laughs> now you don't have to deal with me going through labor. Like it would have maybe probably been like a 20 hour labor, you know, all of most first timers have like longer labors and it's, it's miserable. And now we're just walking in. We have an 8am <laughs> appointment. We'll have a baby in our arms by nine. It's yep. so crazy. 
Yep. So insane. But yeah, so that extra like mental fuckery towards the end of this pregnancy has not been great. And yeah, you're just you're just drained emotionally, um, emotionally, mentally, and physically towards the end. It is it's tough. So I have heard actually from friends that like the second you give birth, you actually like feel relief. Like your our sister-in-law, Brandon's brother, and his wife just had a baby, and she promised me that you feel like immediate physical relief after that baby's out. So I'm like very much looking forward to that. Oh, here's a question. Okay, what percentage like would you say you are nervous to excited for Friday? When we um, hundred percent excited and zero percent nervous. Really? I don't. I don't get nervous. A hundred percent. Well, okay, ninety ten. Yeah. I mean, I'm one thousand percent excited. Like, I'm nervous of like obviously the operation and whatnot. But you know me, like I don't put any worries into the world. I don't worry. You do the worrying for the family. <laughs> I don't try to spend inter- any energy whatsoever on worrying or thinking of uh, bad outcomes. I just stay positive and excited. And if something arises, I deal with it at the time. But I don't spend any of my time worrying about it. Yeah, this is why we're together because I do (laughs) not have that at all. I'm like, I'd say last, I'd say like, I've had some time to process how this birth is going down. But when we first found out, I was like a hundred percent nervous, zero percent excited. Yeah. And I'm, I'm now, I'm probably talking about just so everyone is clear not that's having a c-section not when he found out you were pregnant oh yeah no. <laughs> yeah no i'm Let's talking about that like one the up. actual birth actual actual birth i'm still probably at like i'm probably like 70 percent nervous 30 percent excited uh maybe 40 percent excited it's getting we're we're moving in the right direction we are for sure um but yeah, I mean, it's the nerves. The nerves are real. I mean, that's like one of the things like in a, a partnership too. It's just like, I feel like the guy has no idea, like the fear of having to go through the birth process. Yeah, absolutely not. <laughs> like no idea. No idea. Oh my God. Uh, what's the, what's been the number one thing I've said to you this whole time? I'm always like. You, you have no idea. You what have this no is. idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, you're 100%, 1000% right. So frustrating. She's like, guys. but you still just don't have any idea. I'm like, I understand that. And I know that. And she's like, but you'll never ever understand. I'm like, if I could trace places with you, I would. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> You would not want to go through this. I'm like, all right, I don't know what to say at this point. If but. I if I had like one wish, it wouldn't be for like world peace. It would be for guys to get their period <laughs> one time <laughs> in life and to like be pregnant for one day, like just one day. Yeah. Because it's insanity. It's just, it's so gnarly. Is it bad that Brandon and I are already planning our first trip after baby comes? We have a wedding in Italy this summer, which means it's time to brush up on our Italian. If you're ready to expand your horizons and communicate in a new language, then it's time to meet Preply. Preply helps you learn to confidently speak any language through live one-on-one sessions with real expert tutors. Self-guided learning can be challenging to stick with, and most language learning apps are a one-size-fits-all. Plus, in-person learning can be expensively complicated at best. With Preply, you'll discover a tutor and an interactive learning platform where learning becomes a passion, not homework. Preply's one-on-one approach with 50,000 expert tutors from over 203 countries is your ticket to mastering any language you choose. From immersing yourself in a new culture to succeeding in your career or simply getting unstuck on a word you don't understand, Preply teaches you to speak a new language naturally. Here's what one Preply student had to say. Tutors are either too expensive for me or their schedules just don't fit with mine. I love how Preply is both affordable and flexible. I'm really enjoying learning Spanish and French from two wonderful tutors. 
With a 100% satisfaction guarantee, now's the time to master a new language with Preply. Book a private tutor today at preply.com slash BKP and get 50% off your first lesson for a limited time. Learn languages online with the world's best tutors for half off at preply.com slash BKP. That's preply.com slash BKP. A couple of people asked, so, so kind of going back to the whole like pregnancy thing, here's a question. Annie, Annie Snacks asks, sex during pregnancy, did you both put sex on the back burner or how did you keep up with it? <laughs> I, knew, I knew this was coming. Thanks, Annie. <laughs> Sarah, thanks you for asking this question. Um, I would just say me personally, and I've been... I've been proven wrong since, well, not proven wrong, but, um, I would say for me personally at a point when I could start feeling, feeling our son moving around in there, it became very weird for me and it was hard. It was, it's, yeah, it just became very weird for me. And Sarah also shared something with me that was through all of her research that women, give off a pheromone during pregnancy that causes men to lose a bit of their sex drive going back in the back in time. It was to keep them from, you know, going off and banging, banging, other, other, chicks. <laughs> banging other chicks. <laughs> um, and so it's been interesting that cause it's very true. Like I, one became a little weird and then two just became like, just really didn't have much of a sex drive. And, um, I don't know how true that is, but um, it, it since going through a pandemic or whatnot, like we literally have not left each other's side during this entire pregnancy. So if you are throwing off pheromones, like I'm taking them in constantly <laughs> um, every day, like we're literally in the same, almost same room every day. So I don't know. It was, it was definitely interesting. And then I've heard different perspectives and, um, you know, others even recently are like, you guys need to have a lot of sex right now. Like this last week, it's good for the baby. And we're, I'm like, Sarah can hardly, <laughs> hardly can make like sit up on the couch with being in pain. And, um, I can literally see my kids like hand popping out of her stomach <laughs> and you want us to go and have sex. Like, yeah. At this stage, I feel like it's almost impossible. Yeah. I'm too big at this point. <clears throat> yeah. But that was weird because we definitely had like totally different drives. And that is true. I did find a study like there because I've been I Google and research everything for bottle service. And there's been like studies where they'll track guys through pregnancy and they they will see the like um, testosterone levels drop during pregnancy, which is is so weird. And mine, I feel like maybe cause I'm carrying a boy and maybe I have like extra testosterone. Yeah. I've been like extra about it <laughs> at times. Yeah. At times we're like, there's a good chunk there where I was like, let's fucking go. And it's like, no, leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> so that was I'm like, you could hardly, I had to like help you up the stairs. And now all of a sudden you're ready to get down. I'm like, oh. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> where did this come from? I don't know. It's, it's weird, but that was kind of like, that was kind of an interesting thing. Cause then like in our relationship where I was just like, Whoa, this is, this is rare that I'm getting, I'm getting, uh, Heisman <laughs> this whole time. Ouch. Um, Still love you, babe. You know that. Thanks. Thanks. Now it's going to be reversed. Cause I feel like I'm going to be out of commission for a while after yeah. this kid comes out. Um, that was kind of, it kind of goes to another question. Uh, H Webster asked how to keep your relationship strong while pregnant. Cause it is like, there's a lot of challenges that come up with it. Like I've been an irritable, emotional, you know, wreck at times. <laughs> <laughs> how, how would you say that you've, we've kept the relationship or do you think that we've kept the relationship strong? I think we've definitely kept it strong. I think we've, um, I feel more, I mean, I think human nature, like closer than ever going through this process. Um, and I don't know. I don't think we like did anything like crazy to keep it strong or keep it going. we still try to like live our lives as much as possible. We still traveled, um, we went on some fun trips while we we're, while you were pregnant and, um, 
yeah, I just, I don't know. I don't think, um, I, I don't also don't think you were that incredibly like crazy or irritable, irritable through it. Like I expected way worse and you hear stories of way worse. Um, I think the, like I say again, it's like the biggest relate. I, I told her, I'm like, we may, if, if we can't figure out how to feed you, like that may be <laughs> what actually breaks us. Like if <laughs> I get another, I don't know when I ask you what you want to eat, you're sitting here being like, I am starving. I need to eat. And I'm like, I will go get you anything that you want in this world. <laughs> you just have to tell me and you're just like, I don't know really have no idea i don't want anything but i'm starving like <laughs> that's the one thing that may have cracked our relationship and we fought through that one we're almost there we have four more days like check that back in the rest of your life i don't know <laughs> i don't know but other than that i don't know i've had um it's it's been a, a wild experience but i think it's for, for me it's brought us even closer like i'm thrilled to to have a child with you and go start that process in our life. And, um, I don't know. I just feel like it's just, it's brought us closer. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. I think, um, I think we've definitely had like, cause pe people ask a lot of like questions about sex during pregnancy. And obviously that wasn't our strong suit, but I feel like we're very intimate in other ways. Yeah. You know, like we're very like, you know, on the couch, like snuggled up together. Like when there's not much else I can do, like yeah. just like snuggling on the couch is like really nice. Yeah. Um, and you've done a really good job of like taking care of me through pregnancy, which is huge. Like I can't imagine like if I had a husband that wasn't as attentive or like didn't give a fuck because you've like done, you've gone above and beyond. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> as you much as you can. If you had a husband like that, I don't know how long they'd be around. Yeah. <laughs> for real. Um, Danielle Johnson wants to know if you're planning on watching <laughs> during birth. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that we're having a C-section now, I really wouldn't blame you for not wanting to watch that. Yeah. But like even before you weren't planning on like, no. Yeah. I kind of wanted you like behind me. Yeah. Some people like to get on in there. That's what I've heard. And others said you say no, and then you're in the midst of it and you do, but yeah. Um, I kind of do cool. want you to peek over the curtain at some point, just so you know I'm sure what will. I'm going through. <laughs> I'm sure I will. <laughs> I'm just going to keep try to keep you sane first. Yeah. And then we'll worry about that. Yeah. It's so weird that you're like, I'm going to be awake during. Yeah. That. That's, that's what's like mentally fucking with me. Yeah. Um, JW 29 wants to know what my, f the first meal or drink is going to be. So this is a me question. Um, I am making Brandon get me like a sushi boat. <laughs> like, the entire boat. The entire boat she's been to talking, myself. She's been talking about this for about eight and a half months. Yeah. Yeah. I miss sushi so much. I want that. Drinks. Um, probably going to be. Oh, it's so weird because you can't really like drink right away if you're going to try and breastfeed. But if you could, you know what you'd have. Some One Hope wine? No. <laughs> yes, but no. <laughs> Margarita. Oh, margarita. You've been talking about how bad mark. we'll be at the past month or so. We go to a Mexican restaurant and everyone's having margaritas. She's like, what I would do for a margarita right now. So true. Like a fresh, like a fresh, fresh. one. Yeah. <laughs> that is very true. We, we were out to dinner and I tried to get a virgin margarita. Do not recommend. It was disgusting. It's just like sour and terrible. Um, yeah. Wow. A spicy marg sounds incredible. That that meal was probably one of the things that that got Sarah's head wrapped around this whole C-section idea. Because I'm like, look, babe, you can be having your sushi by noon. Like, we get there <laughs> at, at 7. You go into surgery at 8. Like, I will have a sushi boat for you there at noon. She's like, oh, this sounds much better now. Yeah. <laughs> I could do this. That does help. <laughs> makes a lot more sense. That honestly does help. That always freaked me out, um, the idea of going into labor. And I've had friends who have had, like, 20, 30-hour labors, and you, like, can't eat during the whole time. Yeah. And you're, like, you're doing the biggest workout of your life. Yeah. That just sounds terrible. Um, so, yeah, that is a perk. <laughs> There's a couple perks to this whole this whole C-section situation. Um Elise Conway says, this is actually a question from her husband. How do I know my wife needs help if she doesn't ask? 
good question. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I got pretty good at asking. Yeah. Yeah. You got for You got good at asking, but it's just like, we have absolutely no idea what you're going through and we have no idea. Um, yeah, we just have no, we, it's obviously nothing we as males have ever gone through, ever felt before. And so, um, you know, I just throughout the day, just hear like moans and groans throughout the house. And you're like, what, what do you need? What do you want? It's like, I, it's just one of those things. It's just like food. Like, I don't know. Um, so yeah, at times you definitely, Sarah got really good at asking for massages at like 11 o'clock at night when I'm like, dozed off like that's when she comes with her strong ass like hey i need a massage it's like 9 p.m and you're like well i'm asleep basically (laughs) i'm asleep and she's like tap me on the shoulder i need a massage she got really good at asking for those um but yeah i don't i don't know how to answer your question because i'm still trying to figure out as well (laughs) i feel like i can help with this answer actually i think you just have to assume that she needs help with absolutely fucking everything (laughs) and be proactive be proactive, offer massages, offer help, offer to get her food, offer to make her, you know, a smoothie in the morning or whatever she needs. Like offering is really nice. And I feel like you were good at that. Like even just like me, like you'll, you'll see me like start to like try and roll myself off the couch and you'll be like, stop. What do yeah. you want? <laughs> yeah. What are you trying to get? Let me get it for you. Yeah. So I think being proactive on this one is, is what's going to help. Um, and then when your wife starts to like feel once you, she starts to get help from you, she'll kind of, you know, understand what she needs a little bit more, you know? Yep. Um, Kel, Kel, Kelly asked, have you been irritable like me? I have to actively try to be nice. (laughs) Yes. Brandon keeps saying I haven't been much of a nightmare. I think I keep, I keep, I'm pretty good at keeping it all under the lid. But pretty good or world-class athlete when it comes to that <laughs> probably world-class world-class athlete but like i'll be like underneath the lid it's like a fucking dumpster fire yeah under here i i tried i was explaining to a couple of my girlfriends that have not been pregnant and have not been through this kind of like what it's like and the best way that i i explained it was like for any of my girls listening, but you know, when you know, like the day before your period, when you're like crying at a Subaru commercial and you like start a fight with your significant other for no reason. And then the next day you get your period and you're like, Oh, that's why I was acting that way. That's kind of how I felt every single day of this pregnancy. Like you're just like at this, this crate, you just kind of feel like way off and just overly emotional but I've definitely been irritable. I've definitely been all the things. But I guess that, that you're, you're, the feedback I'm getting here is that it hasn't shown, which is I great. mean, I would just say that I will take nine months of dealing with you ni- pregnant, nine months of pregnancy rather than that day before the period. Really? Any day, 1,000%. I feel like I've just gotten very used to it. <laughs> Maybe, but we've, of all the fights we've had in our life, have come on that day in our relationship. I don't know about all that. <laughs> Most of them. I would take my, but I I also would be like, I'm just going to let this one go and see if she starts her period tomorrow. And then that'll (laughs) be it. And most, most of the time that works. I think that's like an important thing for guys to try and understand though. Like you, you're obviously like a pretty calm collected guy, but like any, any dude that maybe reacts to getting poked, like needs to know that, like we don't have control over this shit and you just gotta let shit fly yeah like let it let it fly because there's sometimes like i i do think i remember in the beginning of pregnancy like (laughs) one time i got really mad at you and you almost snapped is when we were driving we were driving um in arizona and i had to pee so bad and it was so far between exits and you missed the exit (laughs) for me to pee and i like yelled at you and you're like, I don't know what you want me to do. I can't flip a UE on the highway. <laughs> and I was like, you just have to take me yelling at you for a couple more minutes. Because <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be mad about this. Buck 29 asks, what will you mourn about the end of baby free life? And how are you soaking up the last bit of time? 
Do you want to take that one? Well, I'm interested what you have to say, but um, <sighs> what will I mourn the most? There's a lot of things I'm going to mourn, to be honest. I mean, like just having freedom. Like even the other day, like our friend called us and was like, I have extra tickets to a comedy show. Do you want to come? And we were, it was like an hour before the show. We're like, yeah, we'll, we'll go. Like I love just being able to like drop things on the fly. You and I, like we work remote. We, we travel a lot. We have a lot of freedom, a lot of fun. Um, and that's gonna look a lot different with a with a little a little baby. Yeah. No, I would. <clears throat> I would. That's why I want her answer first. It was definitely. I think for both of us, it's just having freedom to be able to go and do what we want when we please, and definitely Sarah more than <laughs> more than me. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I've my point of view is I just turned forty years old. I've had a very fun life up to this point and like I'm ready for this next adventure so um there's obviously things that I will miss but I also like am a true believer in like not completely changing your entire life through moments like this like I've had so many friends that have a kid and you just never hear from them again and that will not be us 1000% and if any of our friends are listening that is us you come have a sit down with us (laughs) um but I think, um, yeah, I, I think it's definitely a, a new challenge and it's a new um, just way to operate in life. But I don't think either of us plan to like change anything significantly. Um, we have a great support system. We have, you know, we're very fortunate and um, I think we'll we'll find ways to do the, to do what we have done um, with this new little one and and go from there. But we'll be fine. Yeah. One of the other things I'm going to mourn is just sleeping in. I'm really going to mourn that. Yes, you are. I, I am somebody who sleeps so much. I love sleep. I love sleep so much. Well, if you're, I mean, I told her this when we got our dog. I was like, look, I know how much you love sleep. If you get a dog, it's going to be waking you up at six in the morning, looking in your face, wanting to go play. And she's like, yeah, yeah. I was so excited for that day to come. And then we got our dog. And as soon as I get out of bed, he curls up and right next to her and sleeps an hour later than she does every day. <laughs> like he's not once woken us up in the morning. So you never know. Maybe you have a kid that's not going to be screaming, waking up at 6 a.m. Who knows? God, I hope so. Let's put that juju out in the air. <laughs> I love that. And then she has, how are you soaking up the last bit of time? Maybe you're soaking this up. You, that's kind of the problem is like, I can't really soak up <laughs> any of this right now. It's just, it's kind of miserable the last few weeks of pregnancy. So I don't know if that helps the transition that you're just like, I'm so ready to get this kid out. Um, but I'm not really soaking up the last bit of no. free time. Are you? Um, definitely not soaking it up. Like one half of it's like sitting in a waiting room, <laughs> just waiting. Yeah, and the other half in my mind is is I have this list that needs to get done by Friday um, and you know doing everything I can to get get done I mean that's from building baby furniture to work stuff and everything in between but um, yeah it's definitely not soaking anything up right now yeah Mary Ellen Sterk wants to know what's the last thing you'll do together pre-baby You thought about, I'm, when I think about Thursday night, like I am so fucking terrified. Yeah. Like, I feel like I'm going to be a wreck a little bit. Like our last night, you know, before surgery and we go in at like 6am. I'm like, there's no way I'm going to sleep, but we should do something cute. Like I'm imagining (laughs) what we've been doing (laughs) for the last month, just you know, dining in on the couch. Yeah. Watching a program, watching a program, maybe a bath, maybe like a nice like bubble bath. Um, I just found out I can't take baths for like six weeks after this surgery, which I'm really upset about. Cause I, I'm a girl who loves a bubble bath. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, that'll probably be our last night. We should do some, we should order in from somewhere good. Yeah. I'm a, I already know that that's going to, take everything out of me to try to get you to get into bed and to sleep <laughs> and to mentally prepare. I know there's probably going to be some tears so. on Thursday night. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh God. Um, but no, I've, I mean, I've told, I think you're planning to do this is just like pamper yourself on Thursday and go get a massage, get whatever you, whatever brings you joy, like go and enjoy that day as much as possible before your panic attack kicks in. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think I, I did actually book a massage for Thursday. So maybe we'll be, we'll be, we'll be doing okay. Yeah. Um, I did get a few questions asking if bottle service will continue. Uh, I hope so. I, I think there's still a lot to talk about, especially, um, I mean, people call it the fourth trimester after you give birth because, oh my God, there's so much, there's such a learning curve. Um, so that's, I would like to continue. I just have no idea what life is going to be like once this baby comes, like if we have an easy baby. I don't know if I'm going to be like, you know, itching to get back to work. Cause that's just, I'm kind of wired that way where I, I like having distractions. I like having projects to work on, or if I'm going to be like laser focused on this baby, I just don't know how I'm going to feel. So I'm not making any promises, but I do think eventually, um, I might try to record like throughout the fourth trimester and just not put it out there because it's a lot of work to like edit the podcast and get it up and running every week. But I might do kind of what I did in the beginning of the podcast where I just recorded and then released things um, later on once I knew our pregnancy was viable. So I might do something like that. I don't know. Stay tuned. But I would like to continue it. I've had a lot of fun doing it and we have a, a pretty good community going with, you know, other women who are going through pregnancy and, um, it's been like really, actually really nice to be able to talk to other people going through the same thing I've been going through. So I kind of want to keep it going. Yeah. And I would, I would throw it out there for, um, since Sarah's not going to pump herself up too much, but it's, she's done an incredible job with it. And, um, if you know anyone out there that if, if you're pregnant or you know anyone out there that's going through pregnancy, um, even people have reached out to me and been like, I've, I find this so helpful because no one out, no one out there is like as raw and real as Sarah has been through this. And I've watched her put in the research, um, to research every single week. And I've actually learned, I, most of everything that I've learned through this pregnancy has been from listening to her podcast. <laughs> so it might even be good for to send to, to husbands, um, or dads that are going through it just to get a, a female's perspective in a very fun and funny way, but also very factual. Um, and just from like the books I've read or podcasts I've looked to, they're just so boring and dry. And Sarah's done a really good job of, of bringing some humor to it and also being like telling the truth, like what's really going on. <laughs> Aww, like you're going to get hemorrhoids and you're going to bleed out of your butt. So <laughs> yeah. get ready for it. Like we didn't see that in any books anywhere. Um, so yeah, I just want to give you Matt, so just big props cause you've done an incredible job with it. And you know, for people to come up to me and say how much their wife or someone has enjoyed it. Um, you know, that's, that means a lot. So congrats with it. And definitely for you listeners out there, definitely pass it on to anyone that may be going through it. Cause I think it will be helpful for them. Oh, thanks babe. You're welcome. Thanks. Um, yeah, it's been a trip. Um, here's one of the, one of the last, oh, actually I have two last questions for us. So what's the name LD? That's me wants to know what are you most excited about? Cause we already talked about what we're most scared about once baby comes, but what are we most excited about for having this baby? Um, I'm just excited to meet him and see what it looks like and <laughs> to get him out of you so you can chill out a little bit, hopefully, yeah. or at least have some comfort back in your life. Um, but no, I'm just excited to start this next journey. I've, um, I'm obviously thrilled to be having a little boy and, um, you know, start having him throw balls and putt golf balls as soon as he can stand. Um, but no, yeah, just we're excited to start a family and to, I think we're both really excited to see how Tucker responds to him. So that'll be, that'll be fun. But, um, yeah, no, just, just, uh, to start this next phase of our life is going to be a lot of fun and I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah. I'm definitely excited to have him out on my belly oh, yeah. and in my arms. I'm very excited to like hold that baby. Oh my God. And then I'm excited for when he gets a little bit older and you can actually like start having fun with little kids and like getting into trouble with them. And I feel like I'm going to be the, Oh, actually that's my last question is 
Um, just so we have it on the record, like what kind of parent you think you're going to be. <laughs> I'm going to be a great parent. <laughs> you're going to be great. I know you're going to be a great parent. That's why I picked you. <laughs> um, I feel like I'm going to be the fun parent. Of course you're going to be the fun parent. <laughs> like Look just having so much fun with these little kids and taking them to all the activities that you don't want to go on. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, you, that there is one more question. Sorry. Um, how do you think the baby will change our marriage? Uh, I think, I think it'll change it for the better. I mean, I think it's like, I don't see how it's going to be a negative by any means whatsoever. If that's what we're going at, I think, um, I think it's going to be a great addition to our family. I think it's going to bring us even closer and, um, yeah. Yeah. I think it'll definitely only bring us closer. I mean, yeah. it's definitely going to have effects in the terms of like, we won't be sleeping. There will probably be times where we're like irritable and, you know, trying to figure out this new life. I've heard the first, you know, few months can be tough on any relationship, but I feel like it, yeah, it's going to, it's making us a family. Like it's going to make us only closer. Yeah. hundred percent. Oh, Brandon, thanks for coming on the podcast. Anytime, babe. Yeah, we just need one more huge life transition to get you back on. Well, actually, actually, I'm going to say this is maybe like part one. I feel like we should do a part two like a month after this kid comes and be like, okay, now, holy shit, we are parents. (laughs) 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 And just talk about what it's like, like once baby actually gets here. But thank you guys for listening. Um, Thank you for coming along on this ride with with both of us um, and for my bottle service listeners for really coming along the ride week by week. I can't believe we're almost here. And by the time you guys listen to this, this episode will probably be um, going in. So I think this is going to come out Thursday and we're going in on Friday. Yeah. So wish us luck. Thank you guys. Bye guys. Bye.